0: Welcome to First Time Parent Podcast. My name's Christopher.
1: My name's Jessica.
0: And we are the BWs. And we've had had a a baby. baby. Yeah. (laughs) So we're back. This is our first proper full-length podcast in about 30 weeks. (laughs) (laughs) As
1: you just checked. (laughs) Yes, I
0: just checked because we had the baby. The baby, he's he's got a name, Robin. And he (laughs) took up our life. (laughs) We were very naive to think we'd have... Just an hour a week to sit down, set up the podcast studio, mm-hmm. check the level. Oh, no, he's crying again. I was just going to sort him out. <laughs> oh, I've got to go to work and do a gig now to earn some money. Jess, you look after and We'll do it when we come back. Oh, I'll just mm. set it up again. Oh, he's crying again.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think we were very lucky that we got through the birth episode, but he slept <laughs> for ages, that particular one. We were, we were, I think we got through that and we thought... Oh my gosh, how did he sleep that long? We were very Mm -hmm. lucky. Um, Gin. (laughs) 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 Oh, bless him. Uh, But the last time we attempted to record... With you back in August we did yeah. have to abandon ship yep. because he was he wasn't even crying because he was upset he just he's just very vocal yeah. as babies are and it probably wouldn't have been fun for you guys to listen to
0: definitely not <laughs>
1: <laughs> um you know he makes sweet noises but other noises not so much so it would have been quite distracting
0: <laughs> as we said in our catch-up episode we're now going to catch you up yeah. on everything so we're going to do exactly what we did with the first few episodes of the podcast kind of retrospectively look at how we were Fill you in on what we know, what we didn't know, and Mm -hmm. what certainly, what we wish we'd have been told before.
1: (laughs) It's all about us coming home and the first few weeks of our life with baby Robin. With
0: baby Robin, so enjoy yourselves and tweet along if you're listening to it at ftppuk, and we will see you at the end of the podcast. Yeah! Yay! Woohoo! Podcast. (laughs) We're back.
1: from the hospital
0: ah yes we had to bring him home didn't realize that (laughs) when you have a baby it's amazing like all the support you get in um whether you go to the nhs like we did or uh, if you are you know if you're lucky enough to be private um it's amazing the support you get in the room and then they just kind of go bye here's your baby Off you go now.
1: You've got a tiny human to look after. Hey,
0: hope you've got a car seat for this bunch of responsibility here. (laughs) It's terrifying.
1: It's so, so scary.
0: It, It just happens. And then you kind of go,
1: can I not stay in the room for a little bit longer? So we were quite lucky because, well, we were quite lucky in one respect that, they wanted to keep us in for an extra day and night just yeah. to check uh little Robin's uh sugar levels so and, and in one respect, it doesn't sound good because he needed a little extra like monitoring, but it was nice because we had that time in that safe space when we knew if anything went yeah. wrong, someone else would be there to to help uh, and that was that was very <laughs> reassuring. <laughs> but then, and maybe a little yeah. harder to cut us loose when we when we did yeah. actually have to go. And the hospital is literally five minutes across the. It road. is only
0: across the road, so should should we have any problems ever, we're we're lucky. Yeah, in that so respect. it's only
1: five minutes across the road. So when we got discharged and we had to load Robin into the car seat and then get him into the car for the first time, uh, my mum was down. And she was helping and she actually drove us across the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and. When we arrived back at the house, do you remember? I said, I can remember this bit quite clearly.
0: I, I took a little video of it, me <laughs> carrying him in. I was like... Aah! And you were like, get the camera away.
1: <laughs> Your
0: face was hilarious. I
1: was... I was... I was terrified. You were I You like, just pushed out a human? I was knackered. I was terrified. And I was sat in the back of the car crying. Yep. Um, so... uh Ladies having babies, there's one thing that happens and it's completely natural. I think it's about somewhere between day three and day five. Your hormones will send you wild oh, with goodness. emotion. And tears uh, and and everything. and I think that was the point when uh, mine kicked in, and I w- I couldn't get out of the car. I was frozen. I think my mum had to drag me out of the car, and Christopher, you actually you actually walked him into the house. Yeah, I-, I couldn't I bear to get through the front door. I just I didn't know what to do with myself, I, I, there was part of me that just wanted to run away. I, uh, but I couldn't run because I hurt too much, but <laughs> <laughs> I was it was it is so that word that we've always used overwhelming oh
0: there it is again there it is <laughs> ding 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 There's the overwhelming <laughs> if, if anyone klaxon. ever
1: plays a drinking game whilst listening <laughs> to this that's the word to listen to overwhelming <laughs> shot <laughs> um but it's true that that particular point and i remember a, a friend of mine she said to me when she came round to visit us uh, for the first time a few weeks later she said oh i remember i do remember seeing christopher post you guys walking in and i saw your face And I recognised that look on your face. That face, I remember. I had that face when I had to bring my little girl home. It's just this emotional, rabbit-in-headlights fear. And I think most first-time parents will go through it. uh,
0: Everyone will have the same thing just at varying levels, won't you?
1: Yeah, yeah. It was was something else.
0: Crazy. (laughs) But... We knew that we had a little baby to look after, so you, could, mm. you you pull yourself together and then you just get on with it. And I know um, how silly that sounds, but you don't have a choice.
1: And I, I did get through the front door. Don't yeah. worry, I didn't stay in the car. And then <laughs> you
0: went straight out the back door. <laughs> it was quite a nice day when we brought him home.
1: It was a nice day. Um, mm. it, it, yeah, but this mental. Is, it, was it was absolutely
0: ludicrous that anybody would trust us with a human.
1: <laughs> and I think I said it. I think I said it in the last episode, but. Those first few weeks, for me in particular, are are very hazy and blurry yeah. to, to try and recall even, and it's not even been a year yet. Mm. But it's it's a it's a big time, and it's a big adjustment, and yeah, we we had a human to take care of. Just wanted <laughs> to
0: stare at him for a bit.
1: <laughs>
0: it was nice. The thing is, we weren't really ready.
1: No, we weren't ready at Like the, like the at house, all. we
0: weren't ready for a baby because he came. I mean, it was only a week before his due date. But we oh, were we still... were silly.
1: We were absolutely silly. The one thing that I would say to anybody get ready is get as ready as you possibly can.
0: Not talking like full nursery.
1: Oh, but... I am. Oh,
0: are you? I'm oh, t- I wouldn't. Do you know
1: what? what, what? Okay. All think right. About yeah. This fair one. enough. We're not. Okay. Then yeah, so yeah. I am going to flip to the now. He's over eight months, and guess what? We still have no nursery. Yeah. Because. We are we are working parents, uh, and then the baby becomes more demanding, yeah. and you don't get time to do these things. So you've got time before the baby is here. Believe it or not, you've got more time than when you th- when you think you've got time off of work when you're on maternity. Um, so just do it all. Be as prepared as you can.
0: I I think <laughs> the difficult thing with <laughs> the difficult thing with um being self-employed parents as well is that you you have to be money driven like you have to go well i have to take that gig
1: Mm.
0: i have to go and do that weeks worth of work i have to take on this extra responsibility just to bring money into the house Mm. i find that now as being one of the reasons why i've got no time it's not even the baby it's working having to keep going
1: Mm. so if
0: i I'd love to take a few weeks off and do nothing. Mm. Within a week of him being born, I had to go away for four nights for weddings. Mm. Because if I didn't go away for four nights for weddings, I couldn't be here the next week because I would have had to work. So I found that quite difficult within the first couple of weeks. Mm. But that's, you know, you push a baby out, you win.
1: <laughs> oh, I thank you. Forever. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to be holding that one over you for a very long yes. time. It's <laughs> literally like
0: Simba in the Lion so, apart from being hormonally mad in the first week, how did it feel bringing him home? How did you feel to know you had your little bubba in the house?
1: Terrifying. Yeah, it was all. It was also terrifying. I'm. I'm going to be really, really honest here, and I think this is That's what it's about. That there is an overwhelming surge of emotion. And it's not necessarily this huge burst of love and joy at first for your, for your baby. Uh, I'm not saying that I didn't have an instant love for him, but definitely not the same kind of love that I have right now for him. It has to develop. And I think it's like, if you look at it as if you're getting to know someone, you don't Instantly love someone or like someone that you don't know, and you know, bless him, he hasn't really got much of a personality at that point. You know, newborns don't give a a lot of personality straight away, so it's really hard to connect with a baby when, you know, bless it, all, all, all the, the little baby's going to do is cry and poo and wee and drink milk it's demanding, and it's tiring on you. So the love, the love is there, but not as intense as it's going to get over the coming months. And I think you worry in your head, you think, oh my gosh, I don't absolutely love this baby with every part of me yet, because I'm so tired, because I'm worrying about getting it wrong. But it comes, it it does come. And it some people might have that instant love straight away. And do you know what? I think if we ever have a second baby, I think it might be easier to to kind of get there quicker because we know oh, everything's going to be all right.
0: Well, you know, you know now that you will know what you're doing next yeah. time.
1: Yeah. And do you know what? I really, I long for that newborn stage back because I wish I could do it all over again. Just go to go. Ah, oh, I know what I'm doing now. I know what that cry means. I know. Uh, I know all these little things, and it all floated by so quickly. And this time round, I won't necessarily have to get my phone out on Google every everything every five seconds. It, it would probably be a little easier, except we'd have the added thing of an extra child <laughs> to go with to go with the second yeah. baby. Yeah, but Robin can
0: help. Then he'll be fine. <laughs> We're not planning on anything like that.
1: No, 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 no. Not we weren't at planning well.
0: on the first one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah, so I think that, that overwhelming love, it, it, yeah, it's a little bit worrying. You think, oh my gosh, where where is it straight away, that connection? And I'm, how did you feel in that sense it's when, when he first different, arrived?
0: Different to you, definitely. And I don't mean to, oh, well, I'm not even knocking it down. I just mean, I'd already spent a night away from you both. Mm Because I'd come home to... or It was only a few hours, but I'd come home, hadn't I? So while Jess... I think we covered this in the the birth podcast. I came Mm. home and slept. I use that word very loosely. I came home and rested for a little bit, but technically had a night at home and then just walked back up at six o'clock in the morning. So I'd already taken a breath away and for me, it was different- different because I'd watched you go through it as well, and I have you to worry about as well. You don't have to worry mm. about me. I was just tired from sleep deprivation from being awake since Wednesday through Saturday.
1: Mm. but you'd got you'd managed to catch up a little bit uh, hadn't you? I
0: had had a bit, but I'd been sat there, and this is something that doesn't get spoken about a lot. Mm. the partner, in this case me has to sit there and watch their partner or wife or significant other get ripped apart and I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. So my anxiety was peaked, and I was struggling and sweating. We had landlords trying to get into the house to go try and fix something which they didn't fix and mm. do, you know, I had phone calls about that and I'm like, not now. This is not the time I had gigs being canceled. I, I had to, cause you were giving birth and, getting pressure of that for covering it. It was, you know, it, there was a lot going on normally and then add the fact that you
1: were pushing my a human, out. Pushing a human yeah. out
0: for me and then baby was born and I had that. But as soon as that happened... Nothing, nothing mattered.
1: Yeah, nothing, nothing, mattered. Nothing, nothing, ma- nothing else matters. So, in the grand scheme of thing, once little babies, I didn't, here.
0: I didn't get to hold him for about 20 minutes after he was born. It felt like an mm, hour, but it, mm. I think looking back, it actually was a lot quicker, but it felt ages.
1: Mm, I remember, I, I, I had remember saying, I remember saying, can, can Christopher hold him now? Can, can, can he hold him now? I felt like I had to ask that quite a few times. I think they were quite keen for him to be on my chest. Yeah,
0: he took a little while. I think we, again, I'm sure we covered this in the last episode, but he didn't breathe very much. In fact, he didn't make a noise or take much of a breath for the first kind of a few minutes. Yeah. Five minutes or so. Five minutes he was silent, so it was a bit eerie in the room. So Mm. it was, and it was, you know, it was, you know, it's a bit scary, but I didn't, when he was awake and he was making noise and they were happy. They were concentrating on getting him close to mum, mm. so you 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 get you don't get pushed aside. But I'd already been, I'd felt a little bit removed. So that kind of relief, I suppose, of actually holding him. Yeah. And then eventually, when you did get some sleep.
1: Yeah.
0: On the Friday night, I didn't. I stayed awake. Yeah. Because I was watching you both. You were, and you did go to sleep. I don't know if you remember. You did sleep for about an hour or two.
1: Being that bit after the birth, that's a massive blur to me. I have recollection of stuff, but yeah. You were bleeding a lot. So, so hazy. Yeah. I I
0: remember you. I don't even think it was the first shower, which I'm sure we'll speak about, but it was.
1: I think we've already spoken about it. it. Yeah, yeah. It's a blur.
0: It, It was that. For me, it was watching you sleep and being able to hold him, not knowing how to swaddle him and calling for the nurse because we were idiots and didn't know what to do. But what I'm trying to say is, on reflection, that moment there was all I needed to Mm. kickstart that love already for me. And Mm. hearing and knowing you speaking about how difficult it was, I wouldn't say I didn't have it because I'm still worried that he doesn't know me I'm still worried that he doesn't love me now eight months in but I had already made that little connection because I knew I had to look out for him while you were asleep and there was no one else Mm. so I think having that moment of still seeing him and not actually holding him even for 20 small minutes I was still like well this can be it felt like that was my connection with him finally holding him. And there's a really nice picture of when he he looked at me for the first time. And I think it was that he really did look at me for the first time. And Mm. he didn't open his eyes very much for a day or so. Mm. But he did when I held him. So it was, I feel like it was just anything that I had, for whatever reason, was wiped away much faster than it was as you. But you've got all the hormones to cope with as well. Mm-hmm. that your body is releasing to help you up. You know, you've gone from being pregnant to not pregnant in the space of about 30 seconds effectively. So it's, you know, mm. it's it's a lot. I didn't have that. So me, it was much more mental than it was biological. Yeah. But I think I got through it quickly. And I, you can see my face on the videos walking out and I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Got a baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo. Because it felt like
0: completing a sticker album. <laughs> it felt so good.
1: It... Is he is he your shiny?
0: Oh, yes, he's shiny. <laughs> he was He was not shiny when he came out, I can tell you that. It was a bit blurry. <laughs> but he, he was, honestly, it, it was the joy. It was just like that. He was like, this is something I've got and no one else has got. No one else can feel like this. He's oh, my baby.
1: And you've been waiting for it for nine months.
0: Oh, I've dreamt of having a baby with you for years. Since oh. the day I met you. I knew I fell in love with you. And I just have dreamt about having a little baby and life with you. And that was it. I had it. I had everything I've ever dreamed of. And it was because of you. Well, I had a little bit to do with it. But it was...
1: <laughs> I couldn't have done it on my well, own. <laughs>
0: syringes. But I was... Oh. Uh, it was true. That was it was that moment, carrying home. That was everything I've ever dreamed of. So... Mm.
1: I could tell as well. I could I could and that's when I think maybe I stepped back and that's you know, I, I got scared and I was sat in the car, I was stuck in the car. I think there was a point where I could even look at Robin. Um I was I was just so scared of getting through that front door and I think you just couldn't wait because you'd had that night away and because, like you said, that was the moment that you'd been waiting for. I think we were in, in different ends of of how we were feeling and i have to say throughout those first few days in particular um certainly the first week i felt like you picked up my slack and you you were there you were looking after me and you were looking after him and it was i'll i'll never forget it but i i str- i think i struggled i struggled doing a lot of things i I you became, could barely move. <laughs> well, I became really sort of fearful about doing things and um, on oh, getting emotional thinking about it. <laughs> um,
0: but I wouldn't expect it to be anything else. I wouldn't expect any woman who gives birth to be, and in, in in the most respectful way possible, I would never expect any woman who's given birth within the first week to be anything other than completely useless. <laughs> because I... You've just gone through that.
1: Mm. Why oh, would you God.
0: don't cry, darling? <laughs> why would you why would you have like this is your time to stop? Mm. And I appreciate there's a lot of people who wouldn't be in the as, as privileged position as we are to have a partner there and you know, we we don't have any mm. family near us either, but I think your mum ca- your mum came down when I went away for a few mm. days to go and work and mm. so you know it's Ooh. I wouldn't <laughs> expect anyone to be any <laughs> any use to the world. Sorry. And I and I understand it's not like that but oh my goodness if it was me i would have not moved baby you can have bottles (laughs) you can sleep sleep next to me but you, you were amazing you did so well
1: i didn't i didn't feel like i did great in those first few weeks if i'm honest especially the first few days and i felt like perhaps i lost my connection with him a little bit because i'd come home and i think part of me was longing for that time to recover and And the other part of me was then thinking, oh, get a grip. You're much stronger than this. Yeah, you've given birth. Now let's just get on with it. And then I'd have these spurts of energy where I'd be like, right, that's it. I'm done. I'm recovered. I'm going to go and do the washing up. I'm going to go and clean things up. I'm going to go and do this, make the bottles. And then all of a sudden I'd be like, oh, no, no. No, I'm 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 tired again, I'm I'm done, um I want to cry again.
0: I think that's also though you were just overexerting yourself much mm, much too mm. soon. But again, it goes back to the fact that you sh- you know, we we didn't really have a choice.
1: Mm. But at the very beginning, you were amazing and I couldn't have done it without you.
0: Oh. I don't think I was, but thank you. I
1: really, really, really can't like express that enough.
0: I just wanted to show him off. I was ready for people to come and see him the next day
1: yeah so for me I I don't know about you but I think new parents deserve their own milestone cards oh yeah they're just (laughs) did it (laughs) no so Uh, babies have their own milestone cards. So Robin has little cards that you put next to him and you take pictures of when they reach a milestone. So when they're a month old, when they're a week old, when they've sat up for the first time, when they've smiled, when they've crawled.
0: Guys, it's all for the gram. It's all for Instagram.
1: (laughs) And if if you find our Instagrams, you will see it there, we'll and we'll put them all we, on there. <laughs> we will, but we will cut. We'll put it on to, um to first time parent podcast yeah. Instagram, and you'll, we'll catch you all up with them. Uh, but I was thinking about this, and he has all his firsts. But within those first few weeks, there are so many first things that new parents have to do that at the time seems so scary, but now they're just part of everyday life. But the thought of doing some of these things put the fear of goodness knows what into me. And I think this is what I meant by saying, you picked up a lot of my slack. I put in my head some sort of barriers and fears against things. So when we were in hospital, we got him dressed and changed his nappy together. When we came home, you did a lot of the nappies. And I'm quite a sort of cack-handed person. (laughs) So I I got a fear about changing his nappy. And also, when you change a newborn's nappy, nine times out of ten, unless they are absolutely zonked and fast asleep, they're going to cry because the change in temperature to their body, um, they've got no other reaction but to cry. So again, that fear of knowing you're going to make your baby cry uh that kind of put that that fear in for me of just changing his nappy and getting it wrong. Um so for me, I think we need a milestone card to say, yay, I changed my first nappy on my own. <laughs> um but there are there are so many other things that I got I got really scared about doing. Um again I, I said I'm quite I'm a bit clumsy and a bit cack handed so you learnt how to put the car seat in the car from when we came home from hospital.
0: Yeah, I did, um, yeah.
1: For me, uh, my brain couldn't piece together the jigsaw puzzle and when I had to do it on my own, I was terrified I'd get it, I'd get it wrong, the, doing the, the, the straps and everything. And it still, I am still take longer to do that than you do.
0: Oh, it's second nature to me now, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's
1: still it's second nature to me, but I'm still a faffer. i'm a big faffer but again that was that was one of these things that i had to i had to kind of jump over that hurdle all these everyday things that we do now like taking the pram out for a walk with uh, the baby with the baby (laughs) not just an empty pram darling i'm I'm just taking the bugaboo (laughs) but it's it's putting it up and putting it back down again and knowing how to put the car seat on the adapters and on the and on the pram and everything all of those things presented themselves to me like massive hurdles at the time that I had to get over and do those first things and you had you had managed to do all those hurdles yourself you'd taken it in your stride and you'd you know you'd completed it all and I hadn't really done it yet and it it was a a big first for me to do all these things and I got scared even even now this is silly (laughs) even just using the sterilizer (laughs) like it was all these little things that I kept having to do because you'd been there for me and uh, and you'd done and you'd done them but I was I was then fearful of getting all these things wrong uh Hmm. And yeah, it was just, yeah, it was just a, quite a terrifying, quite a terrifying time. But, so the one thing that I would take from that, and I would say to anybody that is going to have a baby, um, whilst you are getting ready, practice everything. Because if you're like me and you're a bit of a worrier and you, you build things up in your head, uh, or even if you don't, I think it's just useful to get a doll, practice putting a nappy on it. If you've never changed a nappy before, um, get uh get the sterilizer set up figure out how it works both of you not just like one of you um uh everything you know practice putting the pram up and down i mean they you need a degree to work out how to do some of the prams (laughs) (laughs) i think most parents will agree that it takes some time and then you know the car seat and everything just practice absolutely everything on your own and swaddling and things like that and maybe maybe we were silly maybe we should have done more of it but let's face it we're very we were very busy and caught up with working so we didn't necessarily have time to but the one thing I would urge uh if I could speak to myself (laughs) is is practice it you you're not you're not prepared enough and yeah we I learned it in the end but I think I would have saved myself a lot of fear and anxiety and build up of these silly things if i if i had practiced it um i do still stand by what i say though completing all of those little things i think we should still have a <laughs> have a photo and a milestone card
0: <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah just it's, our milestone card is a very large gin and tonic that's all it
1: is (laughs) yay I changed the nappy today yay I managed to put the car seat in the right way round oh I forgot the
0: baby at Costa (laughs) we haven't forgotten him yet no even in 8 months on we haven't forgotten him yet but that was one of the things I was terrified of in the first couple of weeks was just what if we forget we've got a baby (laughs) I mean I know you physically can't ever forget that but like, I'm not used to carrying him around. I'm not used mm. to pushing a pushchair. Mm. I might get up with my backpack and that's it. And then go, <laughs> la, 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 la. Oh, my goodness. And then, you know. Do you to... know
1: what? I think a lot of people have done that. I've heard a lot of people I... say stories like that.
0: The thing is, you just think, how can you leave... how can you forget your children in a pub? How can you forget your children in an office? It's very easy. <laughs> <laughs> your brain's not working. Uh, you've not slept for a month. You, you know, it's very easy. I can imagine it's very easy.
1: Mm-hmm definitely
0: anyone who's forgotten their children give us a tweet at ftppuk let us know if you've forgotten your child does that cry bring back memories
1: it's making me cry. Oh, I just can't remember. I, I I can't remember him sounding like that, but well, I I do, and it's making my body go. Oh my god, my my baby! I need to go and see <laughs> to him. Oh, oh, bless him. Uh,
0: that's the beauty of having a baby. Now we get to use our own baby in the sound effects.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he doesn't play very much music yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Soon.
0: So within that first week of bringing your baby home, there's a lot of people who come to visit. Mm. and we had a few of those.
1: Yes. I don't think I was quite prepared for the amount of sort of midwife visits and appointments and what I called baby admin (laughs) that I had to do. I had to do within the first, uh, certainly the first week, first couple of weeks. Um, And if I'm honest, there was one particular day when I was... When we were waiting for a midwife to come for an appointment, mm-hmm. and I then had uh, a letter through and a phone call to organise the health visitor appointment, and then we had a landlord on the phone wanting to organise to come and do some uh, maintenance on the house, and I just remember, and then and then obviously Robin, I think downstairs was was crying for a bottle, and I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, I've just had a baby, leave me alone. But that's the whole point that they're not going to leave you alone because they are actually there to take care of you. <laughs> um, so yeah, the the midwife's appointments, I didn't realise how quick that they would be with you when you came back from hospital. Um we we came home I think we came home on the on the Sunday Sunday. Sunday morning, yeah. That she was there on the Monday morning. Yep.
0: Next uh, next thing, Monday morning. Yeah, there's Monday someone morning. in to check on you already.
1: Yeah, so the Which... Monday morning they were they were there to check, and uh, I can remember, and, and they give you a time slot as well. But the time slots are very wide. <laughs> it's so. like
0: you're waiting for a dishwasher, being there. Yeah, here.
1: yeah, like oh, we'll be there between nine and nine and one. Um, and I can remember. Obviously, I've only been home since since yesterday. My mum was still here. I can remember trying to find an opportunity to have a shower Mm
0: -hmm. before
1: the midwife came. I can remember trying to, you know, have a shower, uh, get dressed. Uh, I think I'd actually managed, and I was up with Robin on my own for the first part of the morning. Mum was upstairs and you were upstairs. Um, And this is something that I'll never forget. You know how I said I had a fear of changing nappies? Yeah. That was my first ever nappy I changed. Was it really? Yeah, on my own. And uh, when the Had midwife I done a lot since then. Uh, on my uh, yeah, so we'd done them together, but I hadn't properly done it on my own with the
0: um, the black tar poos.
1: Yeah, but it was so. This was my first nappy change on my own, and um, the midwife came, and I think she you have to take all of baby's clothes off and strip strip them down to get weighed, and she was like, "Yeah, you've put that nappy on back to front."
0: oh no I was so embarrassed I
1: just could have crawled into a hole and and died and I just thought oh my gosh she thinks I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know what I'm doing I've put the nappy on back to front and of course that sent my head reeling of oh my gosh you're bad you're so silly um yeah yeah so that (laughs) that was my my first nappy and I got it wrong and back to front but that was in sheer panic um but the midwife uh, came and she did all the checks. Now they're there to check baby over and they're also there to check that mum's doing okay as well. So they'll, they'll ask all the appropriate questions to mum to check that uh, check on like the bleeding and how you're feeling and, and all of that stuff. And they'll check, uh, baby's weight and they'll ask you a few questions. Um, So some of the questions they'll ask you are things like how many bottles uh, is baby taking? How many ounces is he having? Is he keeping it down? Um, How many poos has baby done since they've come home uh, from hospital? How many wee's? And in all honesty, unless you've kept a journal, you don't know the answers. So I would advise the minute you get home, actually making a note of things so that you don't feel... Uh, a pressure or, or and they're not there to test you but they're just they're just asking so I take a note of things straight away um uh, just to so you can give that information easily without feeling f- feeling like a bad parent um because mm-hmm. it's really hard to keep up with things because you sometimes you're changing your nappy every five minutes because if you're anything like us you haven't mastered it yet and actually it's your fault because you've not changed it properly that they're wetting through bless them <laughs> um so yeah, midwife was the Monday, it was the Monday morning and uh, it was during that first appointment that uh, the midwife spotted that he had a little jaundice, didn't she?
0: Yeah, he, he. so actually, this is, <laughs> it's not funny, but our, the lights in our house are quite that yellowy white
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, kind of colour and, and mm. uh, shine. So we hadn't
1: particularly we hadn't noticed it noticed. because she, she, everything is yeah. a little
0: bit yellowy in here. And, she
1: had to walk him out into the kitchen into some natural light to properly look at him to see whether yeah. or not she thought that he he was. It was only very
0: faint and it was mm. only a little bit, but actually when she pointed it out and you go, oh, oh yeah. yeah.
1: And now I look back at pictures of him as well. I can yep. really see it. Uh, but at the time as well, I suppose it's such a little gradual thing and you're not quite used to um, how how your little baby human looks yet (laughs) he was four
0: days old at this point yeah three three days old he looked different every single day genuinely really different every single day he really did so (laughs) it sounds silly but if the color of his skin changed ever so slightly uh we weren't necessarily to know so that's but that's where the the you know the staff are trained to look for that as well so that's really good and very useful to know that someone else had our back and was telling us, Yeah, no, he's he's got a little bit And she said, You need to go to the clinic And we were like, Okay, mm-hmm. when's that? And she was like, uh, in an hour. You have to be there in an hour. And we were like, What? Yeah, you, you go now. You go now. And we were just like Panic Oh Um <laughs> Oh Okay. Thanks. Off we go there. And I don't think we were quite ready to go out. We went out in the afternoon to get some stuff from Aldi, I think, but mm-hmm. We we were like, Oh, we have to take him to clinic now? It just felt like I was doing something wrong. I don't know about you, but it, it just made it made me feel a little bit like Yeah. Do it now.
1: But it wasn't anything know. it wasn't anything like that. And actually it wasn't as it wasn't as um, sort of an emergency no, as, no, no, not at all. as it's made out. And actually, um, I can remember from the, the parent craft classes, I looking back on it and if you've listened to the episode, the way they speak about jaundice, um, it makes you feel like it is your fault that potentially that, uh, that the baby will end up with it, but it's not. Um, so jaundice is, uh, is to do with, uh, a little bit to do with the baby's liver developing. Um, and it's, so it's something called, uh, bilirubin. There's not, a uh, Uh, there's too much of it, it needs to be removed from the system, that's what causes the yellow pigmentation. Um, And it's not really, it doesn't need treatment in hospital unless it gets to a really bad point. So all you need to do is pop them to the clinic and they will tell you how to deal with it. Um, I think, is this right? We We had to make sure that we fed him every two hours.
0: Yeah it's that like, that was pretty much it.
1: Yeah. So we had to feed him every 2 hours and I think that kind of kick starts the liver and gets everything into place and the other advice which was quite tricky to follow at the time actually uh was to give him as much natural light and sunlight as possible but yep. those particular days were rainy so it was really hard to actually give him give him those Oh those it was things. a miserable first yeah, week wasn't it? Really it really was. That first trip out I remember um, we were we were sort of darting between the shops in the rain, um. So yes, we had to do the jaundice clinic a couple of times before she was happy that his levels were all back to normal. Absolutely. Um, but yes, so those those first weeks were full of little little appointments to to that clinic, and then um, there were a couple of other things as well. So the midwife came again probably about a week later or the next week and she actually came to our house even though we'd kept the same appointment that we were due to have uh because we were meant to be going there for the final check before he came um so she she was available to it and she'd been the one that had been seeing us the, the whole time Um, And she she comes and does another check and the the baby weight check. And this is something that I didn't know. But apparently uh, a baby's weight, it changes, it actually drops off a little. So they lose a little bit of weight after their original birth weight. And then they start increasing Uh, I think it's something to do with extra water. Is that what it was? I
0: think that's what they said, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, So, And he did that. He lost a little bit and then put it back on. So once the midwives see that uh, the baby's lost the weight, put it back on, and they're happy with how mum's doing and how you're all doing, they pretty much discharge you and hand you over to uh, the health visitor, who then uh, will come and see you probably a few weeks later, which uh, which ours did. Now, I couldn't remember this because I was really nervous. Um, I've heard a lot of horror stories about health visitors coming round and uh, uh, and it didn't play out that way at all. Um, but no, I've heard she was lovely. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, you, you weren't here. <laughs> I was on my own. A health visitor? Yep.
0: Was it? No.
1: You weren't here. You were on a gig. It was Who's me. Who was the
0: person that I was here for then? Midwives. They all blend into one, and that's no disrespect. (laughs) I just mean there's a lot of people coming to see you, and I get confused about who's who. So there
1: might have been three midwife visits then. This is it. I was here for two.
0: I was definitely here for two. Yeah,
1: I think there were only two. But So there were two midwife visits, and then you get discharged, and then the health visitor came a few weeks later, and it was actually just me and Robin because you'd had to go to a gig. That wasn't a dig, by the way. You weren't here, but no, you you weren't. I had to. (laughs) Baby hungry. Um, (laughs) Exactly. And actually, that's the hilarious thing. Baby was hungry when the health visitor was here. No problem at all. Okay, absolutely no problem. Uh, I was giving Robin his bottle and talking to her. I was like, yeah, multitasking. And he'd finished his bottle and then he wouldn't stop crying Mm. like he wouldn't stop and I was just like I don't know what to do I don't know what to do it's really bad I look terrible in front of the health visitor and then she just went I think he's still hungry do you want to give him some more and it was at that point in time when he decided "Ah, I'm going to go from having this set amount of ounces to the next set amount of ounces which they do that's how that's how you know when a baby needs to have more milk so Um, Over the weeks and the months, the the amount that you give them each time grows and grows. Uh, And it just reaches that certain point when you've given baby their bottle and they've drunk it all and they're still crying. And that's the way you know, ah okay, that's (laughs) not enough anymore that's when, that's when you have to up the, the next ounce and give them a little, uh, to the next ounce bit and give them a, a bit more. Um, but he decided to, d- to do that in front of the health visitor and I didn't recognise it because, uh, I was still not quite in tune with all the cries and understanding and obviously thinking, oh yeah, you're fine. And I think he hadn't long upped to the, ne- to the other one anyway. So yeah, I felt a bit embarrassed, but that was <laughs> that was fine. But the health visitor in general actually was not scary. I've heard stories of them being, you know, quite mean and quite rude and asking quite personal questions and nosing around your house. Um, and that none of that was the case at all. She was just literally there to pick up from where the midwives left off. So you get discharged from the midwives, and they they pick up again, and they are your point of call and your support going forward with the baby so she makes sure that you know if you need anything you need to ask any questions or anything like that you've got all the relevant numbers that you can call and they're available and when their clinics are and and everything like that Uh, and that was it really that one health visitor visit and we were we were done and she was happy and she she went on her way The other thing that I didn't realise would happen so quickly is uh, he had to have his BCG really early. I think I had a message from the NHS line probably about two or three days after we'd come home saying you need to book your BCG appointment uh, in the next 14 days otherwise you might miss your slot. I just didn't think it would be so quick. Mm. Um, So we ended up being back at the hospital... Uh, a week after he'd given birth. uh, After he'd given birth? No, no, that's wrong. No, uh, blah, blah, blah. After (laughs) I'd given birth to him, pretty much at the same time that uh, we'd first gone in. And uh, yeah, it was a a week and it was on his actual due date and he was there having his BCG. Um, So yeah, that was one little like medical milestone. I just felt really mean. It was his first one of his first injections um, that he had to have, like, out of hospital, Um, but the lady's very good, she's very reassuring, she has a bit of a patter that she has to get through, and she has to give you all the information, but you do come away with a lot of information and a lot of leaflets again, so you know exactly why they're doing it and what it's for. And the BCG scar, bless you, still got it on his arm. Um, yeah, I've
0: still got mine for yeah. when I was about 14 or 16 yeah, or whatever it was.
1: Yeah, but that just shocked me. That was so quick, literally two days and you've got a message, uh, your your baby needs to have his jab. <laughs> 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 um, I was like, okay. I have to say though, all these like medical <laughs> visits and, uh, and appointments... You, you are really grateful for at the time because there's always so many questions that all of a sudden you have that you have no idea the like the answers to and how to deal deal with them and they seem like silly things now that we are into a routine and we have a bit more of an understanding about how how a baby works but I think we were you know we were a bit scared of, of every little thing going wrong like um first couple of weeks he had really like gooey eyes didn't they? Yeah. Um, and they kept, yeah, just like, quite gooey. Yeah. Borderline a little bit sort of conjunctivitis, but apparently that's just completely normal for newborns. Um, and all we, all you really have to do is just get uh, like a little cotton wool pad, some cool boiled water and just keep washing it out and bless him. He had to have that quite a lot and that returned a couple of times. Um, but again, they were, you know, they were very reassuring. It's just perfectly normal. He had a few little milk spots on his nose when he first arrived. um, And then a couple of other little like, I think it's, I think they call it like baby acne. But it happens when their like their fresh skin gets introduced into the outside world. And it's all, you know, it's all the sort of bad, bad bits and pieces from from outside that gets to their newborn lovely skin. And they sometimes they break out a little bit, don't they? Yeah.
0: Well, there's new chemicals and baby skin are... uh is a very delicate thing so it's Mm. it's only to be expected really and i and i don't think i'd it's a very obvious thing and i don't think i'd even realized Mm. it was going to happen but you do look at your child and go oh what's going on is
1: this normal oh my gosh what's going on you look
0: like me when i was 12
1: (laughs) (laughs) he's only had a few little breakouts like that but you know you think oh no is this normal um, it's very normal, so yeah, don't worry. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, the other thing as well, I remember we had to ask the midwife uh, because the, we were really scared. We were both really scared of his first bath. Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How to do it? How how to do it safely? When to do it?
0: I'm not the most flexible person in the world, so bending over. <laughs> With my son's life in my hands.
1: Yeah, but you don't need to get your leg up by your ear to give him a bath.
0: No, but I did. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I I did not. Um, No, but I was, that's what I was worried about. I I was worried about, Mm. like, my back's bad, so I I don't want to hurt him by not being able to do it if that makes sense
1: consequently my back is now bad yeah. because i have to bend over and give yeah. him a bath oh he's all right now. <laughs> but it's that first that first bit and i think a lot of parents wonder when to do the whole bath thing um they generally advise to uh not give a full bath until the umbilical cord has uh fallen off which by the way is a tiny bit gross <laughs> so the little stumpy umbilical cord stays on like clipped onto them for the first potentially two weeks now I think Robbins dropped off about a week and a half when he was at home um yeah and you you were out your mum was here and it was so funny because I can remember this. Your mum said, oh, should we keep it to show Christopher? Oh.
0: <laughs>
1: and I said to her, I, said, I really don't think he's going to want to see. Um, she went, oh no, go on, let's keep it. So she <laughs> she, um, she put it into a, a tissue and put it to one side for you. Um,
0: and it was the best pork scratching I've ever eaten. You
1: say that.
0: Don't but you dare. That's do you disgusting. remember
1: ever being shown that umbilical cord? No. No, because you weren't, because we lost it. We have no idea oh, where it went.
0: no. It could be
1: anywhere. Are you serious? I'm serious. Oh. How grim is that? Oh, dear. <laughs> but, yeah, so you wait until the, the cord is off, then you're able to give them a bath. Um... So the first bath time was pretty pretty horrific because he howled. Mm, mm. He did not like it. I genuinely don't think that they do like baths until they reach a certain age. So I don't think... 65. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's um, alar- it should be too alarming if your, your newborn baby cries when they have a bath. Because let's face it, they cry at anything different, don't they? And that's the only reaction they have to anything. So, yeah. Uh, but again we got we got over that and you uh, he loves like the a bath now oh my gosh loves he it. adores bath time so just remember that when you're going through those first few baths with the newborn and they're screaming their face off in in a few months time it's going to be a completely different experience and it's probably going to be one that's very lovely and full of giggles and toys and bubbles and it will be lovely and something that you look forward to as part of a, a bedtime routine but for now it is a it is a hurdle it's another milestone card uh,
0: it's another milestone <laughs> it card. is it's definitely
1: another parent milestone card you've been brave enough to give them a bath um so bath time would be probably for us, I think we did it every other day to begin with. And then they do like a, a head-to-toe, you do it like a head-to-toe kind of wash uh, on the days when you don't give them baths.
0: But mm. um, Just hose it down.
1: Yeah, exactly. Hose and it down. Now it's just much easier. Just he has a bath every day and, and that's it really. Uh, <laughs> just
0: keep the windows open if you go for a car wash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hold him out. <laughs> and then at the end of the week, we went... To register his birth,
1: hmm. which is
0: something you kind of hear about, but you never realise. Oh, I have to do that. Mm. So we made an appointment, and we went down on the Saturday. It was a week and a day, or was it on the Friday? I can't remember. It's a Saturday. Saturday, yeah. So it was just over a week. Um, um, we went down to Woolwich Town Hall, which is where we got married. Mm. Um, it's more glamorous than it sounds. Don't worry. <laughs> um, which in itself was quite moving because. We just, uh,
1: we hadn't long got married there. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just remembering it now. Yeah. It was lovely. Can I just add though, I think we were very lucky to get that appointment to register him when we did. And you, you're the one that sorted that one yeah, out. Yeah, I did. You were really it, excited about doing I that, I really excited.
0: You? It felt like the only thing that I could do. You've literally done all the hard work over the last, you know, over the last period of time. So I called and, and we we booked in for about 4.30 on a Saturday. which was actually the time that we got married there as well. Um, and there was no one else in the building. We went down. We registered his birth. Um, and then as we came out from registering his birth, there was a, a young couple and their parents. Just... They'd appeared. They looked quite nicely dressed. Um, turned out they just got married. Hmm. And we... Realised how quiet it was and really wanted a photo of the three of us, the me, Robin and Jess, on the steps where we had our wedding photos taken
1: mm-hmm.
0: in Woolwich Town Hall. It's a, a, a beautiful big marble staircase. It's really nice. So we interrupted their wedding photos very politely So, said, I'm very sorry, uh, excuse me, I hope you don't mind. <laughs> Would you please take a picture of us? <laughs> He's a week old and we've just registered his birth. And, I, and they were Welsh, so they were my people as well. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, Of course we were, that's lovely. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know who they were because we were in a little bit of a blur. They were a young couple. I think she was a performer because I have a funny feeling she mentioned something about being a singer. Was well, she
1: a photographer, actually? Because Not because completely.
0: Clearly, I've misremembered it. I've no idea.
1: Because <laughs> I remember her saying, oh, actually, I remember one of them saying, oh, yeah, um, the bride should take the picture. She's a photographer or something oh, like that. Maybe, I don't remember that. Oh, my gosh. We have completely different memories of it. That's so funny. Did you go and register his birth again
0: <laughs> with a different family? Yeah. But whoever you were, Welsh, Welsh girl who got married and, and, and people who took our photo... Thank you very much. Yeah, it was very kind of you. It was a moment that we'll never, I was going to say forget, but we'll never remember it, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> and we had a lovely photo. And then we went out and we were going over to uh, uh, one of the uh, little pubs in Woolwich to meet our friends Ziggy and John. Ooh, there's a yawn, that's how tired we are. Um, <laughs> I must say, this is like our first night without Robin in about six months. So we're trying to record as much as we can. So we were on our way to go meet Ziggy and John, uh, two very dear friends.
1: <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi,
0: guys. We know you're listening. Uh,
1: you better be. And as we
0: <laughs> walked over, there seemed to be a brightly coloured uh, crossing. So instead of a zebra crossing or a pedestrian crossing, the council had clearly painted um, a rainbow crossing. And we'd realised pretty much straight away that it was to celebrate Pride Month and Pride Weekends. Um, so we took a picture of uh, us and Robin by it, thought nothing of it, sent it to our, our friends in the LGBT community, Chloe, and, and, uh, you know, just said it it was important for us to, you know, show him love is love from day one, which, which is true.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Anyway, somehow it got picked up by the leader of the council (laughs) 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 and he liked the fact that we were supporting our friends and showing them that Robin... Will as well, and which is is important for us to make sure that they know how much he loves them already. And it ended up with Robin being invited (laughs) down (laughs) to the launch of these Rainbow Crossings on the Monday morning and meeting the mayor of
1: (laughs) Credit Having breakfast with him. Breakfast with the Lord Mayor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, Robin, with the the most minimal effort ever, Uh made headline news within his first week. (laughs) <laughs> and became this little <laughs> kind of mascot we- for celebrating that love is love and educating everybody that you should be able to love whoever you want to be. So <laughs> it, it was a very odd weekend. <laughs> it
1: was It was really surreal. We walked in and everybody went, oh, this is Baby Robin. Baby Robin. Baby, baby Robin. Robin. Susan, it's Baby Robin.
0: <laughs> no idea. It was very nice and it was really lovely to, to be a part of it. And... Mm. Um, Thank you very much to everyone at Greenwich Council for inviting him. Thanks to Dan. Thanks to the Metro charity who do incredible work in South London for LGBTQ plus people. Um, And thank you for letting little Robin be a a small part of it and kind of helping you celebrate what was an amazing thing. And hopefully the Rainbow Crossings come back this year so we can have a photo a year on and we can really start to educate him more.
1: Oh, Oh, it was amazing. He's he
0: was good. He's very good at the camera when he's a week and a day old and can't do anything else. Oh yeah, and that guy was up a high ladder and he looked.
1: It was on a crane, wasn't it? He was on a crane. Yeah, we we all just stand on the crossings and wave.
0: He was, but that was (laughs) celebrating, registering his birth with a beautiful photo, and then all of that feeling connected to it and Mm. just yeah. It was very. It was a. It was a whirlwind weekend of stuff that you never thought you'd get on to when you're registering your child's birth. To you know, beat him in the paper. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Oh, little star, isn't he.
1: He's our little star. Our little, make myself sick. <laughs> So when we were pregnant, I did a little bit, didn't I, where we would talk about the baby's development inside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I used to be able to give you... Uh, <laughs> inside
0: your inside. body.
1: I used to be able to give you uh, fruit and veg comparisons. I don't think I can do that anymore, but... <laughs> <laughs> He's
0: the size of a baby-sized watermelon, that's right.
1: Exactly. No, I think it would be nice to just touch base on maybe like a, a month by month kind of progress of how he's developing now he's in the outside world and mm. what to what to expect sort of month to month from our experience but also sort of standard experience because if I'm honest, I have had to, reread a couple of sort of baby baby apps to remind me of what he would have been doing at that time Uh, I wish I'd made more of a note of it but the minute I read it I was like ah yeah Robin did do that at that time uh oh he didn't do that he was ahead so yeah I've got a bit of a an idea on on it on it now uh so we've spoken about the first couple of weeks uh and those first couple of weeks. They are really, like I said, a a pooing, crying, eating, weeing machine. So they're they're not really doing a huge. The the baby.
0: I just want to keep clarifying. You're talking about the baby because you're looking, you're looking at me in the eye. (laughs) Uh,
1: They are just. (laughs) (laughs) That
0: was the laugh of a (laughs) forty-year-old (laughs) Northerner. Terry, Terry, listen to this. baby pooed everywhere. Uh, was she talking about her husband.
1: Uh, 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 uh. Are you finished?
0: No, oh, Terry's going to come on the podcast every week now. Who
1: was the other one from oh, the last Oh, not going cool with that now. Are you to take the mick out of me. What was her <laughs> name? That one, yeah. Whoever she is. Is it just me?
0: Charmaine, I think.
1: Charmaine. <laughs> no,
0: it wasn't. Who was it? I don't know. Shoutouts to any Charmaines. If you're called Charmaine, please be in touch because I'm not convinced anyone is actually called Charmaine. They are. It's a great name. You're going to great offend name. Name. someone. I'm not going to offend going someone. To I love the name someone. Charmaine. Of course. Of Hello, course. Charmaine.
1: Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so the first couple of weeks, you won't really notice a huge amount of development, but there's this obviously, there's stuff happening. There's a big. There's a big amount of stuff happening. They're having to adjust to life on the outside instead of being on the inside, it's a big adjustment for them. Just think how scary that is for them.
0: It's it's just madness. Mm. Like, I would, I mean, I, I don't know if there's any way of, you know, science hasn't got that far, but babies' reaction to the outside world when they come out and,
1: mm.
0: you know, they must be thinking, what? The hell is all this?
1: Exactly. Why were
0: we? whoa, it was dark and watery. What's what's going mm-hmm,
1: on? Mm-hmm.
0: Everything's in black and white at this yeah. point as well, isn't it? Ex- they can't yeah. they can't see colour. So we 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 um got a baby box. I think we've spoken about the baby box before. Yeah. It's only it was only months after
1: <laughs> this
0: that I realised the inside of it is monochrome.
1: Yeah, and
0: it's black and white because that's more beneficial for the baby's Mm -hmm. eyesight during the time and the outside is color so that when they're climbing over to it or crawling over to it or laying it that they can see it yeah and that's why everything is black and white
1: yeah
0: i'm sure somebody tried to say it to me when i was you know not a dad yet but everything is black and white you'll find a lot of really Mm -hmm. bold blacks and whites and grays and that's because that's what the baby can see
1: Yeah, a lot of the toys, yeah, like you said, a lot of toys are black
0: and white. Yeah. So, their their
1: color vision doesn't really come into play until they're about five months old, which is really interesting. Um, So, in those first few weeks, obviously, they can't see a lot. They're starting to, you know, they're starting to piece things together, but they're really relying on their sense of smell and touch, which is one of the big reasons why skin on skin uh, for the baby and for you is very very important you'll you you'll never be told enough from the minute you have the baby that to give them skin on skin uh, cuddles uh, because it's so so good for them it helps develop uh, the relationship between both you both the parents and the baby uh, skin on skin as well it always helps to regulate the baby's temperature uh, i found that that's very interesting um So if they're too hot or too cold, if you give them skin on skin, it will bring their temperature back to the right, to the right where it needs to be. Um, so yeah, that, that's, that's the one big thing. They are learning how to suckle and, uh, and learning how to feed as well at this point, because let's face it, they've been inside all those months and they've not had to do that for themselves. They've literally had it sort of pumped into them. They've not, not known any difference, so that's a big big thing that they need to get get to grips with but also it's um it's something that it all of a sudden is a natural thing and you think well how do you know how to do that you've not had to do it um it's very very clever um and even in these first couple of weeks they are they're developing their their neck muscles and, and learning how to sort of hold their heads even more. And I would say one of the things that I remember with Robin, where he was quite an early head holder. I would say within the first few weeks, he felt like, not that he could hold his head on his own, but his head, he felt so much, he felt very strong very quickly. Do you remember?
0: Yeah, which I didn't expect. Mm. You always see pictures of dads, especially holding newborn babies and really like cradling the back of their neck. Mm. And I just assumed they were like a month or two old, but they're not. They're like days old because the yeah. babies are doing all right. They're still, you know, they still crack their neck back, so you gotta be careful. Yeah. But and and again, that's just me being naive about the, the age of children.
1: Mm, mm. And then the other thing that does start to develop um, are the other cries that you hear. Uh, there are there are different cries for when they need different things. Um, there's a hungry cry there's a if I need go, a change cry food food, food <laughs> then you know a, they, they need a, an, an apple tired, change there's an I'm tired cry um, it's really I'd say it's more difficult to notice the, the difference in those cries when the, it's early on mainly because it's very similar but uh, and also because you've got to get used to it, uh, but they are developing their sounds anyway. So by the time they're about a month old, they will have started to not just cry, but they'll start making little like cooing noises and you'll start to get a little bit of something different from them. So yeah, that's, um, that's kind of what to expect from baby in the first few weeks.
0: Well, yeah, it, I, I, there'll probably be another episode or two, a little bit like this, yeah, where we uh, kind of ramble on thoughts for the, uh, <laughs> the the first few days and months and week. Well, days and weeks. The months will come later. Mm, mm. It, it does all kind of happen at once, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Hello, Daddy. Yes, hello. Do you not know what's coming? Uh, careful now. Oh.
0: <laughs> Cause that's a very leading that's a very leading sentence. Careful. Hello,
1: Daddy. Now. Oh dear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this episode is how the baby was made.
1: <laughs> Moving on.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, what do you want? <laughs>
1: What do, you want? Hey. Oh, what, what do you want? What do you want? Dad joke, please. Oh
0: no, I'd forgotten about this. I hadn't. Oh, hang on. Uh, let's get Put one your phone up. away. I don't, can't think of anything. Let Let me find a good one. <laughs>
1: do I need to fill? No. Da, 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 oh, here's a good da, one. Da. Here's a
0: good one. I, uh I I I'll do it in my best dad voice. I bought some shoes from a drug dealer the other day. I don't know what he laced them with, but I was tripping all day. (laughs) That's quite
1: good though, I quite like it. There's a double, a double kind of joke there.
0: If a child refuses to sleep during a nap time, are they guilty of resisting arrest?
1: Oh oh, 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 that's bad. I preferred the other one. It's
0: terrible, isn't it? Yeah. Right, let me find another one that's really good. Okay.
1: <laughs> da, 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 oh, here we go. This is, this is
0: quite a good one. And I think this is one of those jokes that uh, some comedian has probably done in Edinburgh. <laughs> I ordered a chicken and an egg from Amazon. I'll let you know. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I like that one.
0: Yeah, good. I do, I haven't got any jokes in my head at the moment. All right, it's, I'm too tired.
1: That's fine. That's fine. Shall I?
0: I'll get. I'll get one for next week. <laughs> I'll do better. All right. Please do better. The thing is, Robin laughs at me. Da-
1: Daddy is the fun machine. Yeah. He waits for the giggles with Daddy. Like you've you've said that you feel like you haven't got a, a like. You're scared you haven't got yeah. a connection with him. He doesn't know who you are. He adores you like he looks to you to make him laugh he mm. he loves it you are proper daddy fun time
0: <laughs> that's my new stage name ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the stage daddy fun time
1: <laughs>
0: it's not <laughs>
1: i've got an image of you coming out with your one-man band
0: <laughs> i think you could say onesie baby onesie <laughs> on <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Anyway. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> I think on,
0: we should let the people go.
1: <laughs> on that note.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us again. We're sorry it took us so long to get back with you. But we are back in the routine of recording for you now. So every Friday we're gonna release every Friday now. Ooh,
1: promises, promises. Promises, promises. Every Friday,
0: you'll get a brand new podcast from us uh detailing some of our journey. Being first-time parents. Mm-hmm. And sometimes Robin will join us as well.
1: Yeah. yeah. He's not
0: talking much. He's not He's not providing good hashtag content, but we'll try. Hashtag banter. Hashtag, no, God. Oh, horrible, horrible word. Baby bants. Baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone. Uh, my name's Christopher. This is my beautiful wife, Jessica. We are the BWs. And that was another episode of First-Time Parent Podcast. <gasps> Goodbye. Bye.